1: What happens when a popular rock radio DJ
2: retires, sells everything, and with his wife takes off in an RV to see America? Ho, ho, ho! It's the Rockin' the RV Life Podcast with Jeff and Patty. Join them each week as they share their experiences while giving you advice and tips along the way. Welcome to our show. We've got some really good information for you that's going to add to your enjoyment if you travel this year. Just good things to know, as well as a story of a guy who pulled his trailer 120 miles <laughs> yeah. with one tire gone <laughs> and riding on the rim.
0: <sighs>
2: uh huh. Yep. We're going to talk to Chris, the owner of that a little bit later on in the podcast. Right now, though, we're coming to you from Flagstaff, Arizona. We love this place. Oh,
0: I love it. We're in a campground. It's rustic. We've got tall pine trees.
2: and Yeah, we're at the KOA Holiday Campground in Flagstaff. It's an old campground. You know, you may pull in here and mm-hmm. say, oh man, this place is old. Yeah. But you know what? It's got that camping feel.
0: It does, because we've been to so many campgrounds that are just Parking lots with hookups, you know, Mm -hmm. and there's nothing there. And finally, I feel like we're camping. Yeah, it's nice. I can't wait to get that fire going. We're going to have a fire tonight, tomorrow morning, and it's going to keep going.
2: There's nothing better than having a cup of coffee around a fire in Mm -hmm. the morning, believe me. That's right. And right outside of our RV, we could literally hike up a mountain if we wanted to. Mm
0: -hmm. And we can finally have a fire because we've been through California, Nevada. They don't allow you to have fires. You Mm -mm. can't have wood-burning fires anywhere. Because
2: of the fire danger.
0: It's been a long time since we've been able to do that. So looking forward to that.
2: Now, speaking of a long time, we spent a month in Las Vegas and we were just waiting for the weather to clear in Utah so we could head north. And sure enough, it did. So we headed to Zion National Park. Now, the ride from Las Vegas takes you through the corner of Arizona and into Utah and it's a magnificent ride
0: oh it was beautiful but i kind of messed up because i should have been looking ahead at the map i could have taken us around this but we ended up in a pretty bad traffic jam we were about an
2: hour long an
0: hour delayed on yep. 15 oh yeah that was kind of frustrating but, but we had a little entertainment we did in front of us was a semi-truck carrying a load of bees <laughs> their hives and they were all stacked up, and they had like a blue netting over them, and you can see inside the netting there were bees flying around. Oh, they yeah. kind of wanted to get out, mm-hmm. and uh, some yeah. of them did get out. Yes, they, they were did. flying around the windshield.
2: Yeah, I mean, because we were it was stop and go traffic, yeah. and we were dead stop for a while. And sure enough, there's bees flying around the windshield. It's like, yeah. uh oh, yeah, don't yeah. want me to open a window, right? Right. <laughs> but it was it, it was really interesting seeing the bees on that flatbed mm-hmm. truck. Anyway, it's a great drive. You'll pass through Hurricane, Utah.
0: (laughs) Hurricane. Well, before we went through Hurricane, we went through St. George, Utah, and that was nice, but then we got to Hurricane. What a beautiful little town. I would have loved to have stayed there for a
2: while. But the name belongs in Florida or (laughs) South Carolina (laughs) or Hurricane, Utah. Who
0: named that? I know. (laughs) Isn't that funny? You
2: eventually get to Springdale, and Springdale is where Zion National Park begins. Mm -hmm. We stayed. about about an hour away in kanab utah at a place called the grand plateau rv park Mm -hmm. now right across the street from there is another really cool rv park called the dark sky rv park you literally can be outside at night look up and see the milky way oh yeah i mean it's absolutely breathtaking it is now the ride from there to the park was really beautiful with occasional deer darting in front of us there were a couple of times i really had to get on the brakes so you really have to watch the deer you know one will cross and it's the rule you always got to slow down and stop because there's going to be more
0: right and of course we were in the jeep at that point so right yep mm-hmm. but once in the park there's so many places to stop and hike and oh my gosh the rock formations are just absolutely beautiful they They even have slot canyons what is a slot canyon
2: a slot canyon is a very narrow gorge with steep high walls often made from soft rock like sandstone they are a blast to actually be in and hike through many have waterfalls at the end deeper than they're wide these canyons well they can be treacherous for those who enter and they're prone to flash floods you literally can be trapped in them
0: oh see i couldn't do those because i'm claustrophobic as it is but i tell you the most famous is the narrows and in september of 2015 seven experienced hikers died in the narrows they got caught in a flash flood
2: this is an unbelievable oh, story
0: so sad
2: and that morning they had arrived at zion yeah they got their permits
0: mm-hmm. and apparently they were you know keeping an eye on the weather and it was a beautiful day blue sky with big white clouds and you know everything was fine well once they got to where they were going they lost cell service right and right after that was when the national weather service said move to higher ground now act quickly to protect your life and they had no cell service they didn't know and you're in these canyons you can't really see the sky i guess
2: you know that's an issue down in there with a lot of the parks even state parks there's no cell service yeah it's tough to warn people
0: it really is
2: but they mm-hmm. got caught in that flood. Oh, yeah. And all seven of them died.
0: Yeah, they all drowned. So there was sad. actually
2: a group ahead of them that passed them. Mm-hmm. And evidently, they alerted rangers saying that, hey, we know that there's a possibility of a flash flood here. Yeah. There's a group behind us. Yeah. But they couldn't do anything. Yep. They it couldn't. was too late.
0: It was so sad.
2: Well, on a better note, Fat Man's Misery is another good hike. You'll find lots of twisty narrow canyons, a little bit safer, huge boulders and a waterfall. Much of the hike is for experienced technical hikers. Eventually along the way, you need ropes, your own, because the park does not provide hiking and climbing gear. Another really popular hike that you need a permit for as of April of this year is Angel's Landing. We did Angel's Landing. We did. It's an incredible hike. It's labeled as strenuous. Yeah, it can be strenuous. It's a five-mile round-trip hike, and you'll hike up about 1,500 feet with switchbacks. There's a canyon that you walk through and some really steep zigzags, that take you to a place called scouts lookout
0: Mm -hmm. those zigzags are called walters wiggles
2: yeah (laughs) i'll tell you it's tough going up them Mm -hmm. it really is it's a good place to rest there at scouts lookout and maybe have some lunch drink a water whatever the case is from there the rest of the hike about seven tenths of a mile is really difficult
0: Mm -hmm. we just made it to scouts landing and decided not to do the rest of the hike to the top The path is only a few feet wide here and there, thinner than a sidewalk, Mm -hmm. and exposed to high cliffs. Oh, yeah. Sometimes the cliffs are on both sides of the trail. And there's a series of chain-link handrails drilled into the rock. You know, you pull yourself up on that and hold yourself and, you know, bring yourself down. And the chains add a measure of safety and intrigue to the hike, but accidents still happen. And then when you have a lot of people... Oh my gosh you've got a line of people coming down at the same time you're going up and you've got this one chain you know you got to take turns so we decided not to go all that way we were happy at scouts landing we still had a beautiful view and we had a great hike up to that point
2: yeah we really did you know when you grab those chains and other people grab onto them it swings you around a bit yeah but Mm -hmm. at the top the view is amazing Mm -hmm. now the angels landing hike is not recommended for young kids Guess what we saw? Oh,
0: we saw a lot of them. We saw people with their young kids. Oh my gosh, a lot of them. What was well, An
2: eight year old girl who yeah. said, Daddy, why do we have to do this?
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and we, we were like,
0: Yeah. Good question. I know.
2: And only attempt this hike in the spring or mid autumn. Weather is a huge factor. You can't do this with high winds, rain, or ice and especially if it's extremely hot. you got to carry a lot of water. Yeah. 13 people have died from falling off the cliff since 2004. Gosh. The Mm -hmm. sights are incredible. Mm -hmm. The mountains, even the tunnels built for cars back in 1930 are absolutely amazing to Mm -hmm. drive
0: through. Yeah, and as we were driving through, we saw a bighorn sheep and her baby.
2: Now, you got out of the car and tried to get a picture. Yeah. All the cars stopped.
0: Yeah, they did. It was
2: hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, by
0: the time I got there, to take the picture she was kind of walking off.
2: But it's a they sight were, to see when you see They were walking those.
0: on the side of a cliff. Yeah. yeah,
2: it's pretty cool. Zion National Park is beautiful, but it gets more crowded each year. More than 5 million will visit this year. When we were just there, and we arrived, what, 10 in the morning? Yeah. I think it was 10 in the morning. Mm-hmm. We were told twenty 000 to 30,000 people would visit that day. <laughs> we were told that all the parking had been filled around the visitor center yeah. all the lots were full yeah by then and we had to go into springdale right and find a place to park there but
0: when we did get to the visitor center i, I made you go in and look for a parking spot yes you did <laughs> we couldn't find one not so.
2: at all you weren't happy with me no, so we like, had to go
0: to springdale anyway
2: yeah we went to springdale <laughs> found a place to park it was near the visitor center you can yeah, just walk wasn't it wasn't too far and then you can take the shuttles which run every five minutes and will literally take you to your Mm trailheads yep and they really get it done great the shuttles are like two buses put together you know Mm -hmm. and they really do a great job there yeah they -hmm. get it done
0: they're still wearing masks on the shuttles so
2: yes they were that's
0: the only place but
2: Mm -hmm. after our visit to zion national park we headed to the grand canyon driving in from the north on route 89 is spectacular what a ride and it's a lot different than driving in from the south from flagstaff
0: right it's kind of
2: flat kind of a boring drive Uh but if you come in from the north oh my god
0: oh yeah it's it's
2: fantastic Mm -hmm. the road's not really busy mountains and rock formations and we stopped at lake powell and the powell dam Mm -hmm. it's one of those things you go over the dam and you go oh my god gotta
0: stop yeah because there's a sidewalk going along and then we went over the bridge there was a place to park so we pulled over the rv and got out and checked it out Mm -hmm. took
2: up all the space yeah (laughs) here we are with big rv and towing a jeep yeah but it was a great sight
0: it was and then we also stopped at horseshoe bend near page arizona i have been wanting to go there forever Oh, my gosh. It's like this horseshoe-shaped curve of the Colorado River, and it's just magnificent. It's just so cool. I guess it's about a mile walk to it. Mm -hmm. No, maybe three-quarters of a mile of a hike to get to it. That was
2: kind of crowded, too. It was. But they refer to that as the east rim of the Grand Canyon, and you can understand why. I mean, you walk to it, and you see these holes in the earth, and that's where the canyon is. Yeah, It's an amazing sight. Oh, my gosh. 1,000-foot cliffs. Formed about six million years ago, mm-hmm. river below. Then we drove to the Grand Canyon, and that's seven thousand feet in elevation. Yeah, I didn't realize the Grand Canyon was that high up.
0: Yeah, I didn't either.
2: It's two thousand square miles. Five million people will visit this year. There are several camping areas in the park, and they're capable of accommodating just about anything from a tent to a large RV. They got cabins as well. Mm-hmm. Tough to get a reservation in yeah,
0: there. Yeah, I kind of made the reservations too late, but we were able to get in at the Grand Canyon Camper Village, which was 15 minutes from the South Gate. Mm-hmm. So wasn't too bad of a drive to get into Grand Canyon Village. Right. But what a cute little town. I love that Grand Canyon Village.
2: Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah,
0: it was really cool right there on the rim.
2: We were actually able to get a glass of wine and sit on the edge of the Grand Canyon there. Yeah. By the way, an average of 11 people die each year in the grand canyon national park i hate to be debbie downer here but you know what you gotta know this
0: yeah that's sad
2: as of 2021 nearly 900 people have died in the grand canyon
0: that's a lot yeah
2: leading cause helicopter and airplane crashes
0: Hmm. what's going on with these pilots Uh
2: uh-huh followed by falling off the cliffs then heat exhaustion and drowning drowning yeah
0: In the summertime, it can get up to 85 degrees on the south rim, but as you hike lower into the canyon, it gets much hotter, especially in the sun. Mm -hmm. So make sure you're well-prepared. Yeah,
2: our daughter Mackenzie actually hiked down to the Colorado River in the Grand Canyon. She
0: did! Yeah, It was about an eight-mile hike. Mm -hmm. I couldn't believe it because I've never been there before, and when I'm standing there looking at this, knowing that she hiked all that way down, It's so far down there. It just was like, oh my gosh i'm glad i didn't know this back then ought to be 20
2: again (laughs) i'd have been like i'd have
0: really not been sleeping
2: she said they saw people along the way that had heat exhaustion yeah rangers have to go down and get them out and every once in a while somebody has to be lifted out with a helicopter Mm -hmm. so you've got to be prepared yeah always be prepared and she
0: carried a lot of water in her backpack i don't know how she did that heavy backpack going down well going down's not too bad but the problem is once you get down there you got to come back up mm-hmm. so can you imagine coming up all that way non-stop you're just constantly climbing yeah i couldn't do it no it's <laughs> not at this age anyway I mean, maybe when i was younger
2: <laughs> but you know we did find something about the grand canyon jim and melinda mantel told us about yeah. that hike that we took oh yes it's about a mile long hike and the best thing about it is there's never anybody there. Yep, yeah, it was called the Shoshone Point. It's right on sixty four, kind of east of the village. And if you go there early in the morning, mm-hmm. we got there what, seven or eight o'clock, maybe Yeah,
0: there's a parking lot. You park there and you hike about mile. Yeah, about a mile.
2: And you literally walk out on a rock ledge. Yeah. That sticks out. Yep, it's it overlooks the, the
0: canyon. Just
2: beautiful. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah, and gosh. be careful if you do this. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> there's no. um Yeah, the wind picks up and you're like, whoa. There's no
0: railings there or anything.
2: <laughs> no, not at all, but it's magnificent. Yeah,
0: beautiful. And we were lucky to have it to ourselves. Yeah,
2: we were. That was so nice. That was a lot. And that's the way I like going to national parks. Right. When you got it to yourself. Yeah. It sure helps. Mm hmm. Speaking of being well prepared, prior to visiting Zion National Park and the Grand Canyon, we were in Las Vegas Mm -hmm. in an RV park. One day after being out and about, we came back and we noticed we had a new neighbor. It was a 24 foot Jayco trailer with a double axle, four wheels on the back, Mm -hmm. but didn't take long. We noticed one of the wheels was missing. (laughs) i mean the tire was
0: the tire was gone yeah it was just the rim Mm
2: -hmm. it had been shredded off
0: and apparently that's the way it was driven there because it was backed into the spot and hooked up
2: yeah (laughs) so here it is with this rim and the rim was toast yeah no way could you put a new tire on it (laughs) yeah needless to say we were pretty surprised by it yeah
0: but there was nobody there he apparently he had
2: gone out because the pickup truck was gone so Mm But the next morning, we met up with the owner. His name is Chris. Now, Chris is a really nice guy, but he's got a few issues. Well, you'd have to have an issue if you drove 120 miles. Yeah, right. And I asked him, I said... Did anybody beep at you or anything? Oh, yeah. Every once in a while, somebody come by and beep at me and point, you know, so, eh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but he was kind enough to tell us the story of how he drove his trailer over <laughs> 120 miles on three tires and a wheel rim.
0: Oh, what a nice guy. But, oh, my gosh. Wait till you hear this. <laughs> Chris,
2: welcome to our podcast. Thanks, oh, We really appreciate it. It's not too often that we come back to our RV and we find uh, an RV next to us with uh, not a flat tire but no tire oh, <laughs> so,
0: just the rim Aww.
2: so what happened man what Aww. happened with you
1: uh i ran my my tire uh, on my on my Tacoma went flat on the on the driver's side the mm-hmm. day before randomly when I was in San Francisco and when i was just parked on the side of the road i look out and i'm like what's going on and it wasn't like i was driving or anything the tire someone just must have like poked it or something oh, I don't know it was <sighs> but somehow i had to fix a flat like this foam and i put the foam in and it and it somehow solved the problem even though the tire was popped dead center of the tire so that was one thing you know and then I, I get back to where I was staying in Half Moon Bay it's just time to go I've got everything squared away and I was like oh, I got out of there just in time and I'm heading down the road right when I'm pulling into Tulare California I look back there and the tires popped oh, no. so I'm like okay so I, I stopped and got gas I'm like okay this is great and so I, I called uh, AAA can you send someone out I got it flat on my trailer and uh, they never call me back, and they just like, so oh. I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay. No, so oh. then I, I call them, and they say, oh, we called you, left a message, well, my phone's got no message. And they tell me that uh, they can't go out, fix it, because the trailers. okay, all right. So I go to start my truck. Now my battery dies. Oh, no. Oh, no. And, and have, my battery only dies in, like, very spontaneous moments. The previous time, the only other time it ever happened, I was in uh, a U.N. square in uh, San Francisco off of uh, Hyde, and really bad timing where i was parked there it somehow the entire system shut off brakes and everything wow but the uh tire I couldn't get it replaced so i'm like i'm getting oh, to vegas i'm getting out of, of california course. whatever i got to do because i can just feel california like i got to get out of here yeah. really for no legal reasons or anything but just because things oh, have been working oh, out for me oh, for the past understand. years too. we understand yeah. completely. We, we just <laughs> spent a lot of time
0: there and we were so glad to get out <laughs>
1: yeah i'm going so from Tulare, i just ran on i've got the dual axle thing unfortunately and so you just ran on three tires yeah ran on three tires and uh made it to vegas and shredded uh, the other one yeah yeah ran Uh ran it the tire was it seemed to be almost glued to the rim because on the inside of the of the rim the tire was was,
2: still some rubber yeah yeah Yeah. still
1: rubber on the inside but on the outside it ran all the way all the way through and i was I, i rolled in on the rim and it wasn't making much noise on the freeway but once i pulled into vegas I mean, the last two miles, it was like, <laughs> I mean, it was, oh, out, it was real obvious. So yeah. so I had Aww. to get off the road. Well,
2: it's a good Chris. thing it didn't blow out. I mean, that can cause a lot of damage. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, was, it
1: was, I was just really lucky with the rear tire because these tires are, uh, they are I think they're called a Fallon. Or, mm-hmm. uh, like, and they're, real, they're real nice tires, in my opinion. I mean, they've worn really well. I've had them. I started on the road uh, April 19th, mm-hmm. uh, 2021. I've been on the road ever since, just, you know, tic tacking you know, southwest. hmm uh, I got the money right now for really much, uh, right, yeah. Yeah. much anything extra. Yeah. So I was, uh, oh, I was really happy that uh, fixed flat worked, and yeah. I haven't had any more issues with those tires. Well, where are you originally yeah. from? Well, I'm from the Bay Area in California. Okay. Uh,
2: How do you like being on the road?
1: I enjoy it. I definitely want to live my life this way as long as I possibly can. I, uh, the trailer i have now i have a 2018 jaco and I, I i like it it's mm-hmm. it's definitely comfortable for a single guy with a dog and yeah it's uh
0: perfect size for
1: yeah them. yeah yeah it's it's nice it's it's a little dark on the inside like inside this is really really i like how like airy and light it is And that trailer is pretty dark and that's the only aspect of it that i don't really really like so one day i definitely look forward to a little bit larger but yeah if i had millions of dollars i think i'd still I'd still be living similar to how I am now. Definitely, no doubt about it. But just with more light. Right. Yeah. Little, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah. Best place you've been? Best place I've been so far. Aztec, New Mexico. I really enjoyed Aztec. It was uh, a place called Tico Time. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Really cool resort. It's built on the river. These people, they put in ton a ton of effort. James, he's he's the guy. One of the guys that uh, owns it, and I mean, he's really really great guy. I mean, runs the place like really well and. Yeah. But they got water slides and uh, big ponds with, like, kayaks and all right, that yeah. kind of stuff. That stuff, yeah. I stayed out there for a month. I, they ended up hiring me to work weekends as, like, a, you know, head of security for a little while. Really cool shows and really re- nice. really, cool people running the place. It's mm-hmm. definitely definitely the most fun I've had has been there wow. Yeah, Tico Time. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Yeah, it, it does. It mm-hmm. sounds really good. I really like Sonora, though, too. Sonora was another place I was, i stayed say, months in Sonora at a Black Oak Casino. They've mm-hmm. got a really nice resort like place there and alcohol they serve at the casino. So that's a real plus. I'm not a big drinker, but I still like to have a drink when, you know, if I go, cause Any, I, I like playing just like, you know, poker, but on the video poker. Anything to ease the pain, man. Yeah, yeah, you know, some days, <laughs> yeah. some days it's nice to really numb the noise, you know, yeah. and a couple of drinks will do that.
2: Yeah, We always ask everybody, okay, what do you like best? Do you like to buy stuff new or do you like to buy it used when it comes to your RV? I like buying something once and never
1: buying anything ever again, you know, until I want something brand new again. Like, right. I don't have that luxury quite yet. I mean, one day I would like to have that luxury. It'd be a very, very nice thing to have. But uh, for the time being, uh, I just am very grateful for what I have. And, you know, what I don't is really not something that I, I worry about. But uh, at the times I do look into the future, I, I definitely like to see just clean and something brand new that yeah. makes it a little easier to breathe every day you know, yeah. so to speak
0: up to date yeah
2: well i'll tell you man uh, we wish you the best i'm sorry yeah. you had to have a hassle with your back wheel and everything but oh, yeah oh, man but and you just dragged it along yeah yeah, yes, I, yep, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: And, and it was cool at least this morning the guys here they were, uh, swung by and put on the spare for me right yeah don't have a jack, and I probably need to invest in that. But once yeah. again, that's
2: kind of well, I'll yeah, tell yeah, you a little short. you on, just on don't <laughs> expect that to happen. kind right. of yeah. I mean, even well, though we'll you know it, it, it can, soon. but
0: it's like you just don't expect to get a flat nah, tire. And yeah, like, nah. well,
2: same with us. We went off roading with the jeep. You got a flat tire.
0: Yeah, we were in Yuma, Arizona. Yeah,
2: And, and uh, it's like, wh- yep. what's this all about? And yeah. the tire just went down. I yeah. mean, it went flat. Mm-hmm. And luckily, somebody came along and really helped us out. You know, thank goodness he had a compressor. He had everything. Oh, and nice. He was great. Oh, my God. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah, we lucked out. <laughs> well, we want to thank you for your time, yeah. man. Yeah, we appreciate you, yeah. you coming over. Yeah, it's thanks nice to so have the chat. Yeah, And we want to wish you the best yes, on the road. Definitely. Appreciate it. Absolutely.
0: Well, there you have Chris. Yeah. Boy, he sounds like he had a lot of
2: bad luck. In
0: fact, right after that, he got kicked out of the park.
2: Yes, he did.
0: Yeah, poor guy.
2: Because of his dog.
0: Yep, he's got a dog named Chuck, Mm -hmm. but that dog is like a pit bull mix.
2: Right, and not only that, but it was not on a leash. Right, he didn't have
0: it on a leash. And
2: a lot of the parks, because... We live in a litigious society. Mm-hmm. Will not allow any kind of aggressive breeds. Right. So you yeah. got to be careful about that if you travel.
0: And I think he was hiding it. I think I, I think he didn't tell them he had a dog, or <laughs> something, and they found out. And like, Could be. Oh, the night before he came in at three in the morning, he was out that late, and then <laughs> early that morning, like around eight o'clock park people were coming by knocking on his door to fix his tire right there was no answer no so the pickup truck was there they kept coming and knocking on his door he never answered he his was door he was but you know what you never out. heard
2: the dog bark
0: no the dog didn't bark and we're thinking is so, he in there Yeah. and then finally he woke up and came out yeah <laughs> Yeah.
2: Very interesting. Yeah,
0: I felt bad for him. Nice guy,
2: though. Once again, if you are going to visit a national park, make sure you check to see if you need reservations. Sometimes you need daily reservations, even if you have a pass already. I have mm-hmm. a senior pass, and mm-hmm. I got uh, a few years ago for ten bucks. Mm-hmm. Gets us in all the parks for free.
0: Right, and you're talking about. A day pass to go mm-hmm. in, not an RV park or right. a campground. Mm-hmm. But just for the day pass, yeah, you may need one to get in.
2: Yeah, always check. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Yes. Well, that does it for us right now. Yeah. We will be back next week with more. Don't forget, check out RVlife.com. That's right. Check it out. It's the Rockin' the RV Life podcast with Jeff and Patty. Hear more of their adventures on the road with our next episode. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and tell your friends.